Welcome to Living Water Radio. Today is All Saints Day. What does that have to do with San Dimas, or to San Dimas High School, or to you and me? Today we're going to find out. Today is also my seven-year beard anniversary. But please, no cards, no, no parades, no accolades. No, really. My name is Pastor David Birkadal. My wife, Reverend Sally Welch, is co-producing this podcast. Sally is a Christian Church Disciples of Christ, United Church of Christ ordained minister, focusing on ecumenical and interfaith ministry. I served Lutheran Christian congregations in Compton, California, and in San Dimas, California, for over 40 years. Today, maintaining our yard is my gym, and I'm active as a volunteer in the leadership of the more than 100 Evangelical Lutheran Church in America congregations in our area. Between the two of us, we have over 80 years of ordained ministry experience. Check out our first Living Water Radio podcast, number zero, Welcome and Introduction, for more information about us and this podcast. When we say, today is All Saints Day, what do we mean? The answer to that question depends on what kind of a Christian you are. Are you Roman Catholic or Anglican or Episcopalian or any of the many Orthodox churches? Then you might say that today is a day to honor all the saints, that is, all those who the church has recognized as those whose lives were and are divinely empowered and set apart to illustrate the power of God in a special way. So these Christians might refer to those recognized saints as St. Francis of Assisi, St. Joan of Arc, Santa Monica, or San Dimas depending on their primary language. Are you a Lutheran, or a Baptist, or a Methodist, or a member of a non-historical church, or any of the dozens of Protestant denominations? Then you might say that today is a day to honor all the saints, that is, all baptized believing Christians of all time. You might point to passages in the Bible, such as where Paul writes in his first letter to the Corinthians, chapter 1, verses 1 through 3, Paul called to be an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God and our brother Sosthenes, to the church of God that is in Corinth, to those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus, called to be saints, together with all those who in every place call on the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, both their Lord and ours. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Or in Romans chapter 1 verse 7, To all God's beloved in Rome who are called to be saints, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Or in Ephesians chapter 1 verses 1 and 2, Paul, an apostle of Christ Jesus by the will of God, to the saints who are in Ephesus and are faithful in Christ Jesus, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Martin Luther, the 16th century church reformer, believed that we are all saints because we have been made righteous through faith, by God's grace and in baptism. Only those mentioned and described in the Bible as part of the history of salvation could be given the honorific title of saint. But every one of the great people of the Bible were flawed, except Jesus. Abraham lied, saying that his wife was actually his sister when he thought powerful men wanted her twice. Jacob was a hustler, Moses was a murderer, David was an adulterer who had his girlfriend's husband killed so that David could have her. The disciples abandoned Jesus, 
and Peter claimed he didn't know him three times in Jesus' greatest hour of need. Saul persecuted Christians. They were flawed, but they were not canceled. I think it was Pastor Rick Warren who said, God does not call the qualified. God qualifies the called. If you see people as either saints or sinners, you might take a harsh approach, as in fire and brimstone preachers, or an aspirational one, as in Oscar Wilde's observation that every saint has a past and every sinner has a future. If you take a more Lutheran approach, you might say that we are saints and sinners at the same time. How is that possible? As I mentioned above, Luther believed that we are all saints— because we have been made righteous through faith by God's grace and in baptism. But we still struggle with sin, and sometimes we fail. Even the Apostle Paul described his struggle in Romans chapter 7, verses 19 through 25a. For I do not do the good I want, but the evil I do not want is what I do. So if I do what I do not want, it is no longer I that do it, but sin that dwells within me. So I find it to be a law that when I want to do what is good, evil lies close at hand. For I delight in the law of God in my inmost self. But I see in my members another law at war with the law of my mind, making me captive to the law of sin that dwells in my members. Wretched man that I am, who will rescue me from this body of death? Thanks be to God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. Who can deliver us when we fail? Thanks be to God, through Jesus Christ our Lord. I went by San Dimas High School in San Dimas the other day. San Dimas gets its name from, well, there's a probably historical story, and there's a more colorful but less likely explanation. First, the colorful version, the way I heard it. When San Dimas was a part of the land grant given by Spain to two Spanish dons, the area was called Rancho San Jose. It was plagued by horse thieves and cattle rustlers. One of the dons, Señor Ignacio Palomares, is said to have taken a group of men to search for his property and the men who were robbing him, and stopped in what is now San Dimas Canyon, which was filled with remote hiding places. He didn't find the men, but He knew they were out there, so he prayed loudly that they would repent like the repentant thief on the cross next to Jesus, whose traditional name is Sandismus, or some variant, and return his cattle and horses. The name stuck and was taken on by the town that grew nearby. The more likely version is that Don Palomares was from Sonora, Mexico, and there was a village nearby named Sandismus. Sandismus? St. Dismas and San Dimas are all variants of the name. The Lutheran Congregations in the Maryland State Correctional System is called the Community of St. Dismas. San Dimas High School is the school from which Bill and Ted time-traveled for a school assignment in the 1989 movie Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. One of the characters in the movie gives up on an attempt at public speaking and just yells, San Dimas High School football rules! which became part of American popular culture. That also became the name of a popular rock song by the Ataris in 1999. San Dimas High School's mascot is the Saint. It is the home of the saints. Where is our home, the home of the saints of God? 
heaven, a place we have already entered, but not yet in its perfection. We have entered the already but not yet reign of God. We have entered into reality, as the author of Hebrews writes in chapter 12, verses 22 to 24. But you have come to Mount Zion, and to the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and to innumerable angels in festal gathering, and to the assembly of the firstborn who are enrolled in heaven, and to God the judge of all, and to the spirits of the righteous made perfect, and to Jesus the mediator of a new covenant, and to the sprinkled blood that speaks a better word than the blood of Abel. We are connected in a living relationship with the one true living God by God through faith and in baptism with all the saints who are alive today, who have ever lived, and in a weird way since all time is the present with God, with all those who will ever live. As Paul writes in Colossians chapter 1 verses 11 and 12, May you be made strong with all the strength that comes from his glorious power. And may you be prepared to endure everything with patience, while joyfully giving thanks to the Father, who has enabled you to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. Heaven is our home. We are in this world, but not of it. We serve it as God does, sacrificially. And we live as saints and sinners at the same time, fully dependent upon God, who has shown his love for us on the cross, and whose name we praise with all the saints. Today, let's remember to pray for all those who have yet to get the vaccine, because they are most at risk to themselves and to others. And let's remember to pray the Lord's Prayer today, the one that Jesus taught us. If you don't know what that is, contact us at the Revs David and Sally at gmail.com or send us a tweet to at David Burkadal, and we'll send it to you. Send your prayer requests to the same addresses and we'll include them next time. Send your comments there as well. As always, we encourage you to stay hydrated. Open your heart to receive the living water from the source, God's self, the living presence of the one true living God, the God who gave himself on the cross so that all who believe and are baptized might be restored to the living relationship with God for which we were created. Remember your church. Identify one if you don't already have one. Ask a friend about it or a family member. Google it. Contact the pastor. When you have a church, go to or tune into the worship services they have available and support your church financially so that it will be fully functioning as we move into the new normal. Support your pastor and church leaders. Pray for them and help them in any way that you can. If you or a loved one are having thoughts of suicide or are struggling with mental health issues, call somebody. Contact a friend or a relative. Google a local or national hotline. Reach out. You are not alone. There are people around you who will walk with you through this dark time into the light. Wear a mask when you're outside your home. Practice social distancing. Wash or sanitize your hands regularly. Get your vaccine. It is the one thing you can do to keep lowering the curve and to literally save lives. Avoid crowds if you can and be outside if you have to be in a crowd. Be kind to everyone you come into contact with, especially those who are sacrificing their security to provide for yours. We all struggle in some way. Be a helper and encourager. 
Thank you for listening to Living Water Radio. We are here for Christians and for the people of the Los Angeles metropolitan area who are looking for a sense of Christian community, a source of hope, and a way to thrive together during this global pandemic. We hope you'll tune in next time and invite your friends to do the same. Meanwhile, Sally and I encourage you to open your hearts to receive living water, the presence of the Holy Spirit, and stay hydrated.